2: Joining us here on the premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline, Jerry Brewer of the Washington Post. Jerry, thanks for coming on. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. It has been a little bit. and uh, It's funny. The last two articles you, you've written for the Post uh, pertain to these two quarterbacks uh, that uh, were in the playoffs, both lost. I want to start with Tom Brady because your article that, that you wrote today talked about him messing with the clock and it. And it's about to get a little awkward, right, because – Last night's performance, as my, my partner and I, Chris, were talking about, didn't really solicit, it wouldn't seem to solicit, a whole bunch of interest after this season. Uh, what's your take on what you saw last night?
3: Yeah, I mean, I saw I saw a quarterback who didn't want the smoke, right? Yeah. Uh, he's facing a ferocious pass rush. We get that. Dallas has, with Michael Parsons as one of the best pass rushes in the league and just a great defense overall. Uh, but there, there were times when he could have hung in there a little bit, taken a hit mm-hmm. and he decided not to. Uh, it seemed like when he threw that interception, uh, it, 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 it seemed like you just needed like another half second to kind of just plant your feet and make sure that you threw that into the stands and he didn't do it. And that just, it makes you worry about a guy who is, is that afraid that that averse to contact. Uh, and, and, and that's what I saw from Brady on top of the fact that as we, we got we gave the bucks how many chances over the course of the year uh, to snap out of it. And they just weren't that team. And they are a team in regression and they've lost a couple of pieces and uh, they would have to do something significant to reload. They just yeah. don't have the appropriate roster to have a 45 year old quarterback. And with Brady, You have to revise the conversation of how you talk about old guys. He's not Mm -hmm. done like he can't go out and produce, but he's done from the standpoint of carrying a team. He can only do that for moments at a time, not weeks at a time.
2: It seems much more like Peyton Manning at the end with Denver there. It seems like that's where we progressed to it seems like.
3: Yeah, the only thing that's different is he doesn't have a major injury like like Peyton had at the end, nah, but that, point. that could be coming.
4: Jerry, uh, you talk about the magic, though, of Tom Brady, the knowledge of Tom Brady. I'm still thinking out there that some team is going to feel like that he can join them and all of a sudden it'll be Shangri-La and somehow, you know, if they get themselves an offensive line and protect him, he can still make some things happen. But what happens if nobody – really comes calling. Can Brady step out gracefully and retire before it looks like it's kind of just not going to happen for him?
3: If somebody's going to come calling. Mm. They will. I mean, you're still talking about a league in which half of the teams have an inadequate option at quarterback and I don't know where Brady ranks, that so you not know, have to sit down and really sketch it out, but he's still somewhere in that in that middle tier. Let, let's say uh 12 to 18 uh so somewhere in there and for a guy like that with with seven rings uh with the the kind of like box office appeal that Tom Brady has somebody's going to take a flyer but the question is is it somebody that's even worth playing for right and, and uh it seems like the Raiders are perfectly set up to do this with Josh McDaniels and and Devontae Adams and Darren Waller when, when he's healthy and Hunter Renfro and Josh Jacobs and uh, you can get you can get the line uh, even better to like Brady's specifications and you could see an offense that, that he could command. They also are one of the five, six worst defenses uh, in the NFL so I don't look at the Raiders and say you plug in Tom Brady and it could be Tampa Bay 2020 right. all over again. And that's the kind of thing like Uh, Ryan Clark said it very very well last night you know Brady is not going to continue to play to compete he plays to excel and where is the situation where you can guarantee that he would excel that's the problem for
2: him yeah it seems to be only one team out there we were talking about the 49ers are the only team that seems to have all the pieces that are necessary to make a guy like Tom Brady, or to bring a guy in like Tom Brady, but they may not be in in the market for a quarterback. Uh, Jerry Brewer joins us here on the Premier Chevrolet Carlsbad fan hotline. And, Jerry, I want to ask you about the other quarterback, and I I alluded to it earlier, um, and and Justin Herbert, uh, who who didn't play bad, but certainly wasn't one of his best games. Uh, Chris and I were talking about it. This is a guy who's been elevated into the upper echelon of the young quarterbacks uh, and, and he seems to evade all criticism, it seems like. What did you take away from his performance in that game? It was
3: lackluster. Um, mm. you know, even in getting up 27 to nothing, there, there were opportunities and points that were left on the field uh, for sure. Uh, as we've seen, they, they fired offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, so there was a lot, at least organizationally, that they felt uh, there was a lot to be desired in the way that he was being coached. Uh, so you have to factor that in a, a little bit. Uh, you, know, you keep going back to you've got a big lead and, and you throw the ball nine straight times. Right. Uh, I don't think they run the proper offense, even though he's been just incredibly successful both with, with Pep Hamilton and with um, Lombardi. Uh, yeah. He's done the perfect offense for him. Is power run and then utilize that big arm to have him throw over the top, not have him damn near lead the league in pass attempts. Uh, he's a tremendous talent. He's not he's not on that level like you were saying, mm. uh, and I think you were getting at that he's not on that level of Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow just yet. So there are some 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 slight variations in the tiers. But he's right below that. And, and the question becomes, right. can the Chargers maximize what they have while he's at his best? Or are they going to just play off and kind of abuse the quarterback? Because um, it, was, it was just it was a really disappointing year for Brandon Staley and that bunch. And they put a lot on that kid and, and got him hurt, and he played through the ribs injury and all that stuff. Uh, but they got to come back with something better. They have to be a, a tougher football team and not put everything on the quarterback.
4: Jerry, the folks in San Diego were celebrating Saturday night when they saw the Chargers <laughs> oh, blow that lead because they were like, you know what, better L.A. than us. Is it, is it just possible that the organization, the ownership, I mean, trickle-down effect, that maybe the Chargers just will never get over the hump?
3: You know, uh, working working in the city where Daniel Snyder owns the Washington Commanders, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I very much believe in that idea that there's just something in the way that, that these owners direct their organizations that can either make it or break it. And it does feel like there's a bit of a, a curse factor there. I, I'm not sure, Spanos, that, that ownership group really knows Uh, what they're searching for. There are times when they should spend money uh, that they don't. There are times that they spend money almost as if to say, hey, we're not cheap. Um, And uh, uh, they they just – it's very much an organization that just hasn't been able to finish. And if you're an owner sitting there, I think at some point in the NFL, you do have to say, I'm going to risk it all to try to finish. Uh, and I think back to those, just those great teams in San Diego with with uh, Gates and LT and Rivers and so on and so forth, and you're just like, man, you know, I love those teams. Uh, and you could say it was the, the Patriots that got in their way, but you could also say it was the organization itself that got in its own way. And, uh, yeah, I do still see some remnants of that. Uh, and it's amazing how that keeps coming up no matter who's coaching yeah. the franchise.
2: Well, Jerry, you said it yourself. You're seeing it firsthand in the city that you're in and how much of an effect or trickle-down effect that has. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you at least one commander question. I mean, it's the only NFC East team not to find its way into the playoffs. What direction – or I should say, is there a direction, even with all of the Dan Snyder stuff hanging over – where is this team going? It certainly seemed like they took us—at least it felt like they took a step in the right direction this year. Oh, there's
3: a direction for sure. Uh, if you're driving down the street and you see a street sign that says seven and ten this way, that's the way you turn, and that's the direction that they're headed. I mean, they, they've been that way the entire time uh, under Ron Rivera. Go seven and nine, and make the playoffs. Uh, come back and go seven and ten this year uh you know what what do they do uh um eight eight and one? It, is that what they did? Um yeah. <laughs> I know they, have uh, one they tie. beat Dallas, right? Like I mean that was a miracle. They they, they were perfectly five hundred in every way. <laughs> um <laughs> even even with the odd game, they tied it uh so that they could stay five hundred. That's who they are. And that's who they're gonna continue to be until a couple things happen. Number one, they they, they gotta find studs. They don't have a plus talent on their team. Uh, they got a lot of really good players. You think of Jonathan Allen. Uh, you think of uh, Terry McLaurin, who who might wind up graduating to be an A minus type of receiver uh, if you could get the right quarterback in there. Um, but they need studs. I mean, you got to have some dudes, and you got to have about five or six of them if you really want to be an elite team. And and obviously, they they have to find a quarterback who's at least Kirk Cousins level, who they didn't love and and, and let go to Minnesota, uh, uh, previously you got to find at least a guy like that that you can win with. Uh, hopefully something better. But they're in a they're in a really tight spot because you look, Philadelphia, uh, Washington has been stuck in mediocrity. Philadelphia turned this entire thing over, and now is the number yeah. one seed in the NFC East. The New York Giants who hire a coach. Every other year, right, they have turned this thing entirely over, and now they've got momentum with uh, Brian Dayball, and they're in the divisional round. Uh, and you look at the Dallas Cowboys, right? Like they, they have had their lows, and now they've won 12 games in back-to-back seasons and have advanced in the playoffs this time. Those three don't seem to me like they're going anywhere. And so you're going to have to get significantly better and hope to have some bad luck hope the, your 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 foes have bad luck in order for you to even talk about winning the division
4: Jerry Brewer from the Washington Post you know I remember Jerry now yeah, we're talking to him and I remember he came on during the covid yes he came on quite a bit gave us some unbelievable time and interviews and a uh, tremendously thoughtful guy so I'm really excited that we have him back on the show again Jerry, got about a minute to go here. Uh, Cincinnati plays at Buffalo, which is prophetic in a lot of ways. They're going to play 20 days after the injury uh, and the uh, near tragedy surrounding DeMar Hamlin. The league seems to have bounced back from it. We're all, you know, feeling like it's a good story now, a feel-good story now. But still, looking back, and you know, is there somewhere the NFL needs to still get to to protect these players?
3: Yeah, exactly where. I, I, I'm not certain. All I know is that when it comes to player safety, you can never stop evaluating it and trying to like figure out little things to make the game better. You have to continue to be introspective and not defensive. And uh, you, can't, you can't make football safe just like you can't make a car crash-proof, right? Um, and uh, the game is what the game is. Uh, and, and nobody's saying to like make football fundamentally different than what it's always been. But what you're saying is if the game is going to be not not a contact sport but a collision sport, you right. need to go out of your way all the time to be thinking about player safety. And I still think the NFL when it comes to all the factors in player safety, particularly with the brains of its athletes, I think it falls way short of that bar.
2: Yeah, and there's no doubt. And, and to think they've come quite a bit of distance, yes. and they still they might,
4: a... they might be inside of the bar, but they're still not to it yet. <laughs> no,
2: not, not even close. Jerry, as always, man, appreciate you coming on, spending some time with us. Uh, we're going to try to check back in here before the, we get to the Super Bowl here.
4: Thanks again, Jerry.
3: All right, thank you.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet?